from ASE-certified expert technicians to new smart services that keep you connected, Pep Boys Auto Service and Tire Centers keep your ride humming. Open seven days a week. Pep Boys, we go further to help you go farther. You're a small business. You work hard, but you don't have a huge marketing budget, and you're always looking for new ways to find customers. Have you ever thought about audio? You're listening to an ad right now, aren't you? Introducing AudioGo, a new online platform that lets you run ads on the top podcast and digital radio stations. Don't have a radio ad? We'll make one for you. Sign up for free today at audiogo.com. AudioGo, audio advertising made simple. The following program is powered by Urban Junction Entertainment. California is divided into 17 grape-crushed districts. Monterey County is District 7. Family-owned District 7 wines are 100% estate-grown and sustainably farmed. Experience the delicious flavors of District 7 Chardonnay, Pinot Noir, Cabernet Sauvignon, and Sauvignon Blanc. For more info, visit district7wines.com. Hi, this is Atina, and you're listening to Let's Chat and Jam, hosted by MC Andrew Love. What's going on, everybody? MC Andrew Love, back on your screen and your speakers one more time with another edition of Let's Chat and Jam. In this episode, I'm speaking to a sister out of St. Louis, Missouri. And let me just tell you something, folks. This lady here, she's got skills. She hit me up on my IG and my DMs. You know, the other inbox that's always closed down. Well, I went to it and I hit her up and I listened to her music. And man, was I... Oh my God, I was I was impressed. I'm telling you something, folks. This lady here is dope. So without further ado, let me bring in Miss Chris. What's going on? <laughs> thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, uh, thank you for for stepping in and and actually thank you for hitting me up, man. I'm I'm so Absolutely. honored that you hit me up. Like how, man? I feel like this is job is worth it for me and it's really working because i'm impacting so many amazing artists and i just want people to hear you and give you the chance to shine because you are freaking dope thank you thank you so much i i'm honored i'm thank you for having me again first and foremost and i mean i see what you're doing so to me, it was a no-brainer. You know, I see, I can just feel your love and respect for all genres, for all kind of music. So I was like, if anything, regardless of what c- came out of it, I said I would love his opinion. I often want to seek opinions of people who seem to kind of know their stuff and are very involved, even if they're not an artist themselves. So it was a no-brainer for me. And I, I love your energy. So I was like, well, let me see. What I w- I'm interested in seeing what he would think of the music. So that's where that went. That's why. I, you know, sent you the music and I mean, the rest is history. I, I love what you're doing. So I'm just honored to be here. Thank you. Well, thank you for tapping in. I really appreciate it. And since you're here, I might as well ask you some questions. And one of my first questions I'll ask you is about when did you know that music was that passion that you had to get involved in and you wanted to do it for a living? Oh, Lord. Um, I think. The moment I really knew that I wanted to do it for a living 
was I, I always knew I wanted to do music and I wanted to sing since I was about six or seven years old. Um, I discovered my voice kind of at my aunt's wedding reception. So, you know, she was she had gotten married. We were at the reception. Whitney Houston's Greatest Love of All comes on. And like I started belting out and everyone around me was like, oh, my God, this little girl is singing her butt off. So I think it was that moment where it was like, yeah, I like this. This is this is what I want to do, you know, but to, in a serious sense of like really understanding and really knowing this is what I wanted to do for the rest of my life was I want to say I was going I was coming out of junior high and um, we were I was on my on the bus and everybody was asking me to sing and I sang. And I mean, this one girl was sitting there like crying and you see a reaction like that, even at like 13 years old, you're like, okay, if this is what this does to people, I want that. And it's not just about getting a reaction, but knowing that you're touching people in that way. At a young age, I think I discovered what music really meant to people, human beings. So music is like everything for life. I, you know, so to be able to have that gift and be able to share that gift with the world and to be able to just navigate life with that inside of you is just something special. So it's like something, even if I couldn't do it professionally, it's something I know I just would enjoy no matter what. Well, I want to say thank you for finding <laughs> your gift. And thank thank you. <laughs> you for following up on your passion. Thank you to the universe, to, to the most yeah, high. I must say thank God for this because you were born to perform. Man. You were born to entertain. That's what you were created for. But yes, it's not just entertaining. That. You touch people with your lyric ability. You touch Thank people you. with how you deliver a vocal. And you Thank touched you. me. You you touched my eardrums, man. You you made Thank my you. eardrums a fan. You <laughs> kind of remind me of a like a Sade type of artist. Where your music is laid back. I can just chill vibe. <laughs> I can relax. I can just take, you know, drink some Kool-Aid on a Sunday afternoon and listen <laughs> to Miss Chris. That's how dope you are, man. And, and well, I'm I telling you some folks, don't take my word for it. Just because I'm speaking her up doesn't mean anything. Why don't you go tap in? Check her out on all the platforms that she can be found on. I'm talking Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, YouTube yep. Music, Deezer, Tidal, Pandora, and my yes, favorite yes. place, iHeartRadio. <laughs> Yes, folks, Miss Chris can be found on all those platforms because yes, wherever there's streaming going on, Miss Chris is in the middle of it. Yep, yep. Who are some of your greatest influences? Whew. Some of my great, I think, you know what, when I, when I get asked this question, I'm often like thinking about the phases of my life because sometimes those influences change, of course, as you grow and you get older. So, of course, as a little girl, Mariah Carey, Whitney Houston. And as I really started, like, discovering the lane and the genre that was most comfortable for me and that I felt the most, I think it started, like, with the neo-soul, like, Erica Badu, Lauren Hill, Jill Scott. I really took a liking and gravitated to that really, like you said, that that laid back, of course, Sade, um, that really sultry, laid back sound. Um, but also, like you said, the lyrical content and being able to really be intrigued by the story in the music because Lauren Hill had the best storytelling on her album. So it was like, I think being a teenager listening to Lauren Hill, it was like her storytelling. It's like you could lay there 
and envision every song, everything that every song on that album, you could envision it playing out. And that's what intrigued me about writing. It was like, I want to write music that people can listen to it and, and like envision it, envision themselves in the moment or envision it happening in front of them. So um, my influences are definitely in phases from Whitney Houston all the way to, I mean, even artists prior to Whitney, like Aretha Franklin, Gladys Knight, um, Anita Baker, um, Anita Baker. I'm a big fan of hers. Just like you said, again, that slow, sultry, smooth, syrupy sound that kind of just moves you. Um, and then as I got older, um, I started getting to like Layla Hathaway, um, still, of course, Erica and Jill, they were, you know, they remain, but like Guapale, um, that smooth sound, it just gets me. I love music that you can sit back to and just think and, and dream and, and, and like literally it carries you. So that's really what I try to deliver with my music. Something that'll carry you into a whole nother space. Yeah, I love the music that I can listen to and actually put myself in that space. Yes. See, the music that I hear on the radio today, I just can't do that shit to. I really can't. And the reason yeah. why I can't, uh, maybe it's because I'm 45 and I just don't care <laughs> no, what these it. young people are thinking. But stop dumbing me down, man. Give me right. some music that I have to think about. Right. You know, like hip hop right. back in the day used to ha have stories behind it telling me what was happening in the neighborhood. Yeah. Because the news wasn't telling me. Yeah. So hip hop was bringing me the neighborhood news. Yep. And R&B, on the other hand, was giving me what not to do in a relationship. Yes. Or love. what to What's do in a relationship. Yeah. 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 So, but it's not telling me that now. Now R&B today yeah. is telling me what this girl's looking like on that stripper pole. <laughs> yep. That's not yep. R&B. Yep. It ain't even hip hop. I don't even know what the hell that is. The music of the 90s, for me, was the most pivotal era. And again, the 60s and 70s, they led the way. They brought us into that, you know, that soul era really is where it began, of course. Blue, of course, with blues and then your hardcore raw soul. Um, but the 90s kind of set that tone. Um, to me, I always say rhythm and blues, R&B tells you the issue. Soul gives you the solution. So that's what intrigued me about soul music is it spawns from R&B, but it gives you like the resolve for whatever the issue is. Um, and I think our 90s R&B, like you just said, it's, it's just one of those eras that is just untapped. It's unmatched. Like it, you just can't mess with it. And I think anyone that can tap into that, of course, making it their own, but tap back into that feeling that you got in the 90s. That's what I think I was trying to do with Black Butterfly was tap into that good feeling that music would give you in the 90s. Um, like the song Love and Devotion. I really was trying to tap into that nostalgia. Um, of course, with Carmel Coded, give you that, you know, that I, when I first heard that beat, I was like, it took me right to Groove Theory, that Groove Theory feeling. So I, it just made me want to just think about how music made me feel when I was a teenager. So that, you can't match. You can, the '90s R&B is unmatched. So that's really what I want. That's really what I want my music to be about. That something that takes you back to when you felt the best about music. 
There's never been a better time to find out why BetMGM is the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game. If either team hits a three-pointer in the game, you'll win $200 in free bets. Just use code CHAMPION200 when you make your first bet. Sign up now and discover BetMGM's daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use code CHAMPION200 to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three in any NBA playoff game. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Hi, it's Gabby B here. Thank you so much for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Tap into the episode featuring myself, now available. Kisses! Damn, Skippy. Yes, yes. And, and I'm, thank, <laughs> I'm thankful for your vision. And I am a fan of the vision that thank you have. But, thank you. you know, you're, you're, you're one of the many that I've met since I've been on this journey of podcasting that want to bring back that music that makes people think that music that doesn't dumb us down that music that doesn't talk bad to women that's the type of music that a lot of artists that i've met are trying to bring back that wholesome music that talks about love and treating your wife right that's the music that i think really deserves to be on the radio but see people they don't want us to be that way. They don't want black people to be family oriented. They're trying to bridge divides in our communities by putting this poison in our music. I oh, think it goes both ways, though. They, well, I'm sorry. No, what I was going to say is my, mm-hmm. my stepson used to tell me, well, MC, you know, the kids back then, your music was just as dirty as ours. I said, no, our music, well, yeah, it was. It was raunchy. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Because yeah, we had people like Two Live Crew. But yeah. Two Live Crew <laughs> was just saying things that you hear on the streets. <laughs> they were saying things that you thought about. Like, yeah, I don't mind just... music talking about what you think about. I think all I was going to say a second ago was, I think even with music, it goes both ways. Even you know, when you talk about music that uplifts women, we got to do, we have to also have music that uplifts our men. Um, We have to show that, you know, and that's, I think what my group Black Love is about is um, showcasing the brighter side of love, showcasing, you know, that we actually love hard and we love well. It's not always about drama. It's not always about just sex. We have a lot of layers and it's a lot deeper than what, you what the reality TV shows and what a lot of these publications want to kind of put the, the narrative they want to spin when it comes to love amongst the African-American community and, and, the, and the brown community, like whatever minority community you come from. I think you don't really have the proper representation of what it is, what it really is. And you the narrative is being spun by someone who cannot relate. So I think it's, it's up to us, the artists, to send the right message and to, you know, like show the world that we're a lot deeper and the layers are there. And we, you know, culturally it, it gets, it gets deep. Um, and we love hard and we love real and it's, it's a painful love. It's a love that's 
that's rooted in in struggle. It's a it's a love and that's rooted in in you know fight fighting and and coming together, not fighting as in each other, but fighting to get equal rights and fighting to to come up together and grow and evolve as a people. So when you have to struggle through certain things as a people, can you imagine the kind of love that is is grows from that that sprouts from that type of journey about that pain so it's not talked about enough and i think the 90s the 70s and the 90s r&b and soul music really tapped into the pain and the struggle and allowing people to see just how beautiful it really is and then we got away from it and love songs aren't love songs anymore they're you know like you said they talk about things that are superficial and surface level and it's up to, I mean, artists, I don't think some of us really realize the role and how important our role really is in the world and that we are the messengers and you have a responsibility. Yeah, I know my, my grandkids, they pick up a song very easily. Mm-hmm. They're sponges. So, so I really try to pick the right music for them to listen to because right. they're listening to music that has no substance. And I'm like, there's no reason you should be listening to this. Or you explain to these kids, this is entertainment. This is really right. not real. This is not real, right. It's like right. watching a movie, but listening to them sing. It's the same scenario, right. just audio. Right. And I'm yep. just, I just think as parents, we have to be to our kids. Like, do not take after these rappers that say they sell drugs because they're not selling drugs. <laughs> Matter of fact, they're not even taking Both them. Right, right. They just put that in their music because you know what they say? Well, this is what the fans want to hear. Right. So we're just giving them what they want. What do the fans know what they really want? Right, right. I mean, certain fans do. Like, if you got fans that are a fan of your music because that's the kind of music you make, then they're listening to you for that because they feel good because they say they hear that you do it. So they're they're doing it. They feel good that my artist is doing it with me. No, he's not. So put the drugs down. Yep, I agree. When you're not making music at the moment and you're just doing regular Miss Chris time and you're just chilling, what do you do? When I'm not doing music, which is not often these days, um, I, I often try to tap into other things that make me happy and that serve me, you know, that, that fulfill me. So I paint. Um, and I mean... You paint, and you got that picture behind you. That's your work. Yes. Hey, folks, the podcast <laughs> land, you're not going to be able to see it, but uh, she's got a painting that she did on her own, and it was it's really nice. It's, it's Thank really, you. It's, it's, uh, it looked like it's from, like, an African tribe. And then if I say something funny to that painting, it's going to put a spell on me. That's how <laughs> I feel. <laughs> It was painted with love and good intentions. It will not put a spell on you. <laughs> it's really looks nice. It's 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 thank dope. You. I'm digging the vibes. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I you know I paint and um you know that's really the only other thing I can I can really do as a pastime. I, I am a, a business owner, so you know I, I run a couple of businesses, but music and and painting are really like the things I tap into for the most part. Once I put down, once I'm done working. It's music. It's my it's my art, um, and of course motherhood. Um, my, like I said, my son is in college, so yeah. You know, it's just... funny to me because I can't picture you having a college bound kid. Yes, you yes. look young. 
Thank you. <laughs> yeah, you, you have, I'm telling you, you don't look no older than like 32. Really? <laughs> yeah, I'm older than 32. I'm, Folks, I'm well, I'm well beyond. <laughs> Folks in the podcast land, you cannot see what's going down here. But I'm telling you something, folks. Just as you hear the voice of Miss Chris, well, you should see her looks. She, when you see the flyer, you'll see what's going down. She looks younger than what she says she is. I'm thinking that she is young but wants <laughs> to make me feel like she old. That's what I think it is. No. You know what? I have, and I'm not saying this is the entire reason. I think you know, jeans and stuff, they have, they have a lot to do with it, at least half of what, you know, the, of the reason, but I haven't, I have not eaten meat in about five years. That's so, what it is. I gotta um, stop eating that damn meat. <laughs> now I am, now I am a pescatarian, so I do eat seafood, um, but I don't eat chicken, you, fish, you turkey. Do you eat those bottom meat. feeder seafoods? Like, do you eat shrimp? No, no. I, 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 really, I literally just let shrimp go. I yeah, I, I, I used to yeah. eat a lot of shrimp and, and my gout just started flaring up big time. And, you know, I think it's it's so weird. Like, I feel like lately seafood is starting to really taste really fishy lately. Um, of course, you have to clean it well, get your seafood from the right places. But I just feel like the ocean and just we're not really taking good care of our planet. So. Um, I think as a result of that, things have really changed drastically, just even with our produce, with, you know, our vegetation, like, so I'm just trying to like, be very careful with what I put in my body, um, not just to look good, but to have longevity, you know, we only get one life. So I want to be here as long as I can, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know how the saying goes back in the day, they say you only live once, so you got to live yep. it to the fullest. Yep. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, this living once thing, I got 40 years in that span. So, no, I just want to live as comfortably and healthy as I possibly can yeah. for the next yeah. 40 years. Hey, it's your girl, Cataleo127. Thanks for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast. Check out the episode featuring myself, available now. Yep. You know, this, the math don't add up, Miss Chris. The math don't add up. I'm talking about you're a kid for about a good 21 years. And the rest of the time, you're an adult. And then you got to uh, do adult things. Yeah. It's like, for example, you got to pay your bills. When you're it's a kid, when you think you, about your it. It's parents like, don't woo. sit down with you one day. Your parents don't sit down with you and explain the bill situation. They don't do it. My mother didn't do it. She didn't well, sit me down and says, hey, Andrew, let me just tell you what's going on with these bills right here. They don't do that. And so when well, you my mom, on, Now, I will say my parents did talk to me about bills. They, I think, still, though, I think there were still a lot of things that they left out. Um, they did talk to me about bills. I think now, and I try to do this with my son, like, I talk so much about credit, and I, I talk so much about balancing um, and, and making sure that, you know, he's saving and just, you know, because everybody's not built for the same lifestyle. So you got people that are not built for corporate America or they're not built to be a laborer. They're not built to have their own business. So prepare yourself so that you can do whatever it is you want to do. So I think parents back in the day, like our parents, they knew it, they understood it, but they were so, it was so busy working and just trying to make it that, you know, it, by the time they started talking about it, it was kind of late. You know what I'm saying? So 
I think it's just important for us, you know, you with your, your kids, grandkids, me with my son to just kind of spread the word and make sure that we're giving them the right information because we've been through it already. So the best thing we can do now is just try to prevent them from going through it. That's all Thanks, I'm trying to do Skippy. at this point. You're right about that. There's yep. a song that I want to snippet, and the song's called Honey Do. Honey Do. So, Miss Chris, can you yes. tell the folks about the song Honey Do? The song Honey Do, it kind of speaks for itself, but Honey Do to me was, when I was writing it, it was like, I wrote it from the mindset of a woman that was okay with letting a man know that she knows what he wants. So it's like, without being so overt, it's like, don't say you don't know what you, what you want, you know? Cause I know exactly what you came here for. So I wanted to do good. I wanted to wordplay. So if you, if you listen to the pre-hook, it's while you stir me up while I'm inside your cup, let my melanin steep, give me everything inside of you. It tastes so sweet. So it's just basically talking about foreplay. You stir me up while I'm inside your cup and inside your cup could really mean anything. And you let my melanin steep. So I'm a melanated queen. <laughs> let my melanin steep. That's wordplay on like when you steep tea. And, you know, give me everything inside of you. It tastes so sweet, which is a play on honeydew. Because honeydew, and then you can look at the honeydew in, in a couple ways. You can look at it like honeydew melon, which we know is a very sweet melon. Um, you can look at it like honeydew, which is, which is the way I spelled it in English, honey, and then D-O, which is, Sweet like honeydew, sweet like honey. Basically, that's my Ebonics way of saying how honey makes something sweet. So I'm playing on the words in a couple different ways. So honeydew is basically just speaking to a woman like, look, I know what you want. I'm here to give you what you want. So let's not waste time. But, but I'm digging the vibes on this song, <laughs> honeydew. And I love how you spell two different ways. You spell yeah. the French honeydew. Yes. And you spell it in English, honeydew. Yeah. Yep. Well, that French honeydew, and just the way you pronounce it, honeydew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's so dope. Hey, folks. Thank you. Folks, I'm telling you something. Miss Chris has a lot of beautiful music on Spotify, Apple Music, or any streaming platform you want to check her out on. She's got beautiful music. And her LEP that she mentioned earlier in the show is uh is is really dope, man. I'm I'm digging the vibes. But Honeydew is my favorite song so far, uh, other than well, there's other songs on there are my favorite. But this one here, this is my jam. <laughs> and so I'm gonna play a snippet, folks, but you don't have to listen to a snippet. All you guys gotta do is go tap in. And as I said, she's on all platforms. So why don't yes, you go yes. and tap in, Miss Chris? And I, hey, you don't know how to spell it. I'll spell it for you. It's M-S dot yes. space K-R-I-S-S. -S. And she'll pop right up. I'm telling you yes, she will. Yes. So without further ado, folks, I'm going to play a snippet of Honeydew. Once taste my love, once taste it. Yeah. Once I pour it up, don't you let it spin. It's Miss Chris, y'all. St. Louis' finest. Give me 
song you know where you gotta go you know what you gotta do oh my god oh yeah oh yeah oh boy man that is my favorite song i'm glad you enjoy of all time <laughs> thank you well that's one of my favorite songs of all time thank you close to michael jackson she's out of my life <laughs> the lady of my life, life. baby be mine out of my life. Whitney yes. Houston's the, the uh, You Give Good Love. You give good love to me, baby. So good. Take this heart of mine into your hands. You give good love Stop it. to me. You won't make me cry. And I don't <laughs> want to cry. Not right now. <laughs> not on this screen. Not in front of the fans. <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> Whitney is the GOAT, man. She's the GOAT. Yes, she is. And I'll tell She's you, Whitney Houston got me through a lot of hard times, man. man. A lot of hard times. Can you it's so us? crazy because listening to her music as an adult, it have, it hits completely different than it did as a kid. Like, when you listen to even just a, one of her not as popular songs, like My Name Is Not Susan, like, when you listen to those songs, as a grown ass woman, it's like, oh, I get it. I understand. <laughs> I was a little girl when I heard of most of those her hit hits. So it was like, it gives you a whole different perspective and just outlook. It's like she's just the she's just the goat in every way. Every way. Yeah, I started listening to Belbert DeVoe Poison as an <laughs> adult. Because I was a teenager when it came out. It hits different. <laughs> yeah, it hits a little way different. Matter of fact, it hits whole... way different. Their whole album hits different. Yeah. And then when you listen to Hootie Mac, the second album. Oh yeah. Folks, Balba DeVoe. Yeah. Meanings behind all those songs. Man. Yes. As an adult, you you catch on to everything that went, look, it went right over your head when you was a kid. But now it's like, oh. That's I, you. I say to myself, this is deeper than I thought it was. Yes. Yes. I'm telling you, how long you've been in? So you've been in the industry now for for quite quite a while now. So you you've been in the industry, like yeah. touring and and traveling and stuff, and going to the studio and recording. You're not no you're not no one hit wonder here. You've been doing it for a minute. Well, yeah, and I was gonna say like, of course there were breaks, times where I wasn't doing music at all. Um, I often I've described it like this in other interviews where I just say like, hey, you know, music is like that ex that won't go away. Sometimes that you just this your first love and only love and it won't go away. So for me, music, I had moments where I just was like, I'm done. I it's just not working out. And then all it takes is for you to hear one melody or for you to is and it's right back like you never left. So I started, you know, back, I want to say professionally back in 2008 um there was a competition here in st louis called the, the um, mcdonald's soul search i ended up winning the competition and getting a deal with sony music sony columbia and i won studio time to record my first album 
which actually was only intended to get a couple of songs, but I ended up being able to like record like about eight songs out of the studio time. So I ended up having, uh, I did a commercial for McDonald's and I ended up also being able to release my first single, That Fire, with the um, artist Murphy, the rapper Murphy Lee from the group, The Saint Lunatics. Um, affiliated I, remember with I remember that dude. Yeah, with Nelly. He's, you know, like Nelly's brother, basically, they came up together in, in the industry. And, you know, of course, he was there when Nelly really like took off. And then the St. Lunatics did did their thing, too. So um, that was my first record. And like you said, I got to travel and, and, and perform, open up for several like big acts and just really get, you know, my feel of the industry. And of course, when, with getting your feel of the industry, a lot of the industry stuff happens to you. And um you know, I just wasn't that cookie cutter artist. I wasn't considered like it was a lot of things that labels were wanting me to wanting to change about me um, and to make me fit a certain thing. And I just, you know, I don't know if at the time being that age I was I had I don't think I had a thick enough skin to really understand what was going on. And then lo and behold, the situation, the company that I the production company that I was signed to, we parted ways. And I just kind of, you know, took a hiatus for a few years. And then I ended up um, coming together with a group of guys and we formed a group called Black Love. So that group, um, the name is spelled B-L-A-C-L-U-V-E. Um, and I mean, with the group, it's like organically we just took off. The UK just really took a, a tremendous liking to us and our music just, I mean, it's just amazing how that has gone with the group and I'm still actually a member of that group but we all during the pandemic decided to like work on some solo endeavors hence the birth of Black Butterfly. Hey it's your girl Beth thanks so much for listening to the Let's Chat and Jam podcast tap into the episode featuring me because it's available right now. So during the pandemic we were actually about to start going over to the UK um, we had just performed then the world shut down and I just decided, like, well, while we have this time apart, why don't I go ahead and work on my album? You know, work at the time I was going to do a full like album, like nine songs. But then I decided, you know, I still recorded like 11 songs. But I said, you know, I'm going to just do five for this first volume of Black Butterfly and just see how people receive it. Because I hadn't done anything solo in a long time. Um, this is my first official release a project release. So it was like, let me just put some songs out there, see what people think. We'll do five songs. Um, me and my executive producer, Rashad Whittier. Um, and then the guys of Black Love, most of them are producers. So they all produce records on the album. Honeydew produced by a guy named Kellen Goodwin, better known as Teddy Vandross. Um, and then, you know, we just came up with some concepts, put the music together and the rest is history. And I mean, when we, we released the project on the 14th. And when I say the reception and the response has been just, I just can't even explain it. It's just out of this world. And finding out that my EP and um, the single Love and Devotion is starting to climb the global soul charts and the independent soul charts over there in the UK. Um, I'm getting some good rotation here in the US. Um, a lot of good reception here. It's just amazing. Like, I, I couldn't really ask for more for my first like official release and i'm just excited to see what's next um i've had a lot of people reach out like when are you doing a live show when are you going to be in my city so now we're putting the band together getting the show together um i got a couple videos that we're about to put out so i'm just i mean 
I'm just excited. And, you know, regardless of the bumpy, the bumps in the road along the way and along the years, I want to say it's been about maybe 16 years I've been doing this. Um, I mean, it's, it's all worth it. The growth and just my evolution to this point. I think I really know who I am. And you put out your best work when you really know who you are. And like you say, when you tap in, um, you tap into who you are, you, you are, as long as you're comfortable with yourself and you're not worried about the judgment and let people just receive you. And it usually it works out when you just stick true to who you are. And I've, I'm learning that it's a beautiful thing. It is a beautiful thing. And I'm so glad that you stand <laughs> true to who you are because I'm still hearing Honey Doo in my brain right now. I'm just, I keep hearing the song over and over again in my head. So I have to like play the song so I stop thinking about it. But that's, Let's go. <laughs> that's how you really have uh, uh, attacked my brain with your music. <laughs> You've attacked my brain. I haven't had an artist do that to me in quite some time. Well, I'm honored. I'm honored to know that I appreciate that. <laughs> I'm a fan of yours, Miss Miss Chris. I'll be a fan Thank of yours you. for the rest of my days. I Thank really you. am. And, and I'm, I'm going to tell I'm everybody gonna about you. Not disappoint. Thank I'm going to tell so. everybody how dope you are. I'm telling you. Thank you. Thank Folks, you. as I said, don't take my word for it. <laughs> I know you're listening to the podcast. I know you're probably watching it on YouTube. And you're like, MC Andrew Love, you're speaking all this good stuff. But don't take my word for it. Go on over there and tap into these platforms and listen to Miss Chris yourself and give her your ears. Because I'm telling you something, folks. When you do, and you do listen to me, you're going to say, damn, MC Andrew, you <laughs> did it again. You just told me to go tap into Miss Chris. So we did. And guess what? She's dope. You're damn right she's dope. So make sure you keep tapping in. Do you have any advice that you want to give to the youngins that are coming up that want to do what you're doing? You know what? The only thing I have to say is never stop. Don't stop. I feel like the most important thing is knowing what you're doing it for. Why are you here? Why are you? Why is this so important? And that this doesn't just apply to someone that wants to do music, whatever your art is, whatever your talent is, whatever it is you want. Know the why, understand the why, because that's going to be very important to to your success. It's going to be very important to those days that I talked about where I just wanted to give up and I wanted to be done. Um, a lot of time can get wasted because you're too hard on yourself. Um, of course, be your worst critic because that's going to keep you on your toes. But just always know and understand why you're doing it and make sure that the passion outweighs anything else because it shouldn't be about money. It shouldn't be about status. It shouldn't be about looking a certain way. It shouldn't be about trying to fit in, be yourself. And for those young people coming up now, it's especially important because people want real. They don't want you to put on and fake, even though it seems that's what the world wants with the internet. People really respect and, and really gravitate to real. And you're in a time now where real is okay. Cause back in the day you had to really adjust and 
put the hair on, put the makeup on, but get your body a certain way. Now, people of all shapes, sizes, colors, demographics are able to express themselves and reach the masses without the machine. And the fact that this is what the world we're living in, it's an amazing time to be an artist. So just enjoy it. Enjoy the ride. Be yourself and understand your why. That's, that's what I would tell any young person now. I'm digging the vibes. Thank you for that beautiful advice. Everybody, Absolutely. kids, Miss Chris is dope. <laughs> Since you've been here for the first time, you've now become part of the Let's Chat and Jam fam, which means you don't have to wait for me to tap into you and say, hey, Miss Chris, you want to come back? Nah, you could, like you did before, tap into my DMs, but this time say, hey, Drew, I got a new album I'm about to put out. I got a new book that I wrote. Or i just been casted into my feature film. <laughs> Whatever it is you're doing, Miss Chris, it's important to me, and I want to know about it. Thank so when you. you do tap into me, and I'm going to get in my calendar, and I'm going to say, deal, you in the show, let's go. Let's go. That's how easy it is to be on my show when you're in the fan. So Miss Chris from St. Louis, Missouri, Welcome to the fam. Thank you. Thank you. I'm okay. so happy, so honored. Again, I keep saying that, but I, I don't, I'm not just saying that to patronize. I really, I'm truly honored and I truly respect your, your, what you do. And I, I, I know you, you have a good ear. I know, you know, I respect what you're doing in this music community. We need more people like you, more outlets, platforms that are doing this, giving us independent artists, a place to call home and bring our music. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. I, I honor you for that. Well, speaking of, I am the vice president of Petrucci Entertainment, USA Division, a liaison to Radio Indy International Network, USA. Okay. And so I would love to add your music to our rotation. So all you got to do is email me your music you. MP3 you. format along with a cover arts and a bio. So we can get it all up in there. Let's go. <laughs> yes. But I'm digging the vibes, and I'm so glad that you came here to talk to us, man. I'm so honored that you came here to hang out with MC Andrew Love on Let's Thank Chat you. and Jam podcast. It's been really Thank cool you. having you here. Do you have any short-term goals or long-term goals you set for yourself? And what would you like to complete? You know what? Um, I'm going to say this because... I used to I used to say, well, I don't want to really set expectations. I don't want to say like, oh, this is what I want to do this by this day at this time. But I just want to be able to share my music with. I've always wanted to share my music with the world, but not just share it with them. I want people to resonate with the music. I want to get those messages and people reach out to me and say, look, your music, this song, it helped me through this struggle. This song changed this for me. This song helped me know that I could do what you're doing. Like, that's what it's, that, to me, that's legacy. It's not just about being able to make money from it. That's great. And of course I want to, but it's about knowing that your music touched someone in a way that changed them for the better um, and made them look, look out, have an outlook on life better than what it was the day before. Um, I'm going to say this really quick. 
in the famous words of Ronnell Burns, I'm getting what I came for. So God put this in me. I'm getting what I came for. I'm not going to stop until I get it. RIP Ronnell. Listen, it's certain situations in life that teach you that you only get one life. So when you when you realize you only have this one time, seize the opportunity. So whatever comes, I'm open to it, but I'm getting what I came for. And that's to be known for my music all, all across the world, if possible. I got a recommendation for you. Start yourself a podcast and play your music as the background stuff because you're dope. <laughs> and I Thank tell you, you, you do that, your music will always be heard and you'll be able to tell people good things that you just told us right now. Thank because you. people need to hear your message. People need to hear what you're saying, but people on a massive scale. So if you start yeah. yourself a podcast, you can possibly have millions and millions of people listening to what you say every day or every week. Absolutely. I've been told that before. I'm, I may, I may, t I may tap into that. I may have to take you up on that for sure. I'm telling you something. You would be dope at a podcast because I like how you're speaking to me right now. Thank you. You have a good conversation. You do. And Thank you know you. what to say, and you know how to say it. And you say what you mean, and you mean what you say. Mean what you say. The vibes. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, for, thank you so much for coming through to the show. I do appreciate you. your time. It's, it's been a wonderful experience having you here. You're an amazing artist. You're really good. And uh, folks, you got to tap in to Miss Chris because she is dope. So I want you to stay safe out there in St. Louis, Missouri. Absolutely. Whatever you do, stay safe. You as well. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. And everybody else, y'all stay safe. And just remember this. If you have a dream, if you have a goal, if you have a passion, then go for it. Because yep. only you can stop you. And nothing beats a failure but a try. Peace out, everybody. Peace. It's MC Andrew Love, and I want to thank you for tapping in to Let's Chat and Jam. We enjoy speaking to all these independent artists, but for without people listening like you, it would not be possible. Thank you for listening.